whoa whoa i got kicked out what's happening here oh i'm back it got weird okay I got dizzy there for a second because... probably shouldn't do edibles before this show james nah dizzy already. you can get it delivered like pizza here well, you can get mushroom edibles with... here what is you a can't... mushroom edible the mushrooms, like magic mushrooms. You can get them yeah. in edibles in, in Oakland. Right. I have not done that, but I know you can because it's legal there. It's not. It's still illegal federally, but you can apparently in that Got city. It. But everything I goes see. in Oakland. You would I know. See. You spent time there, Keith. You didn't used to be able to buy everything retail. You used to have to know a guy. <laughs> you know <laughs> On this episode of Real Estate Insiders Unfiltered, we talked about the American Real Estate Association, the new competitor to NAR. We talked about Homes.com, Rocket Mortgage, FinTech, it's going to be an incredible show. Tune in. You talk about it privately. We talk about it publicly. This is the Real Estate Insiders Unfiltered Podcast. Welcome again to the Real Estate Insiders Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, James Twiggins, along with my co-host, Crazy Uncle Keith. Yes, sir. Mr. Robinson, tell mm -hmm. us about Diego Sanchez, the president at Housing Wire, and the conversation we had today. We covered a lot of territory. Uh, he talked about how in my opinion, he is collecting some of the best talent I've ever seen around data, information, and communication on the real estate industry. We, he wants to become the Bloomberg of housing, which I found very interesting. We got his and our take on the American Real Estate Association and that announcement. Uh, we dug in on what NAR could do differently, portal wars, and even more. It's a great conversation. Put it in your ears, awesome. kiddos. Yeah, Tune you in. like it. Diego, welcome to the show. We are excited to have you here. Yes. Talk about all things real estate and fintech and mortgage and news because you guys are a news source, which is going to make it fun to, to talk about today. So um, let's start out with uh, letting the viewers and listeners tell them a little bit about your backgrounds uh, a little about you know hw media what you guys do and then we'll dive into some rapid fire questions we do with all of our guests and then we'll get into the meat of the news because as we always say on the show there is nothing drama going on in residential real <laughs> estate today slow news week <laughs> slow news week uh, oh my goodness I, I i've been at hw media for five years and it has been a non-stop <laughs> crazy news cycle for five years, yeah, like literally yeah. all five years. And every time you think it will slow down, it just jumps to like some other level recently. It's, it's wild and it's it's great for us, right? Because we're covering that <laughs> yeah. news. Yeah, uh, You don't have to invent it. What's, what's, what's going on. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, there are a lot of uh, long hours uh, happening mm, in our newsroom and across our business because it just hasn't stopped for, 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 yeah. for five years. Yeah. Can you tell us when it will stop? <laughs> well he hopes never like, I, like i'd like to take a nap at least yeah yeah, yeah. maybe just yeah. a break just a yeah break. Uh, so uh really glad to be on the show and join you you two guys i think we'll have a really fun conversation yes. i'm diego sanchez i am now the president of housing wire and hw media congrats, congrats. thank you really excited about about the promotion um and been with the company for five years, and most of that time was in the, the, the chief operating officer role. Uh, so a lot of what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis isn't going to change. Um, you know, it's just going to be more, more so uh, mm. and more of the business uh, under my purview. 
Um, so uh, before joining HW Media and Clayton Collins, who's our, our CEO, uh, I had a pretty long career in uh, business to consumer media, hmm. um, running various businesses at, at various companies. And then before that, I was in investment banking for a couple of years. Uh, and then at the start of my career, I was actually in education, for-profit and nonprofit education. So I, I, used, bus I used business school to do a, a, a career switcheroo. Uh, and I've been in, in media ever since. That's quite a, that's a, that's a interesting career path, investment yeah. banking and media. And that's yeah. awesome. You've seen yeah. a lot of, got a lot of perspectives on the business world with that background. There, there's um, definitely a lot of perspective. It took me a little while to figure out, uh, you know, what my best use was hmm. uh, and, you know, what I was happiest doing. Uh, and it, it is, you know, at this intersection of media and technology and now housing, uh, yeah. which is just a fast, like, completely fascinating ecosystem. I thought it was going to be like a little bit boring when I, when I, when I, when I went to housing wire and it's the exact yeah. opposite it is the yeah. exact opposite of boring. Yeah. Yeah. You need yeah. a drama llama on your shelf that just like you pull it out and like it runs to the room and knocks things over when you want to create more, more stuff in the space. So which real estate's just full of all the time. That's a, it's a good merch idea. We should get little llamas. They have them, the drama llama. They have well, actual t-shirts and stuff. Like, oh, I know. Put, we need to do put that. our pot on there. Come on. Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's do. Um, let's get fire. a couple rapid fires. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. Yep. Take All right. Cool. Because I'm our resident comic book nerd. So, if you were a superhero, which one would it be, and why? This is a good one. Um, yeah. So. Um, you know, I th I think it would be I think it would be Thor. Oh, and the reason I say Thor yeah. is Break it down. Uh, you know, uh, long lifespan. You know, true. Uh, as yes. a god, he, he basically he, forever. That's a long he time. He lives basically forever unless uh -huh. someone takes takes him out, which is really hard to do. Yeah. Um, superhuman strength. So he's got some of the Superman qualities with his with his with Mjolnir. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. He, dang. He, you, you're he, going he in. Fly, he can fly. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's got a good sense of humor, at least in the in, in the MCU version uh, of Thor. Uh, he's a pretty fun character to follow. So, uh, yeah, Thor. Has anybody used that one, Keith? No one's actually said Thor so. yet. I think that was uh, the we, first had thing a, we, do. we had a fluffy Thor. Uh, <laughs> but we have not had a Thor Thor. What's a fluffy Thor? It's not. It was well, fat Thor, to be clear. Like, yeah, we said fluffy yeah. Thor, but we were Someone making it politically it, correct. He <laughs> identified as fat Thor. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh, but so, no, that is our first Thor Thor. Uh, that we've had and uh, compelling reasons why very That's well a played. One. That's a good All right, one. number two, hit him, James. Uh, favorite book or podcast this year? So favorite book you're reading, and you can go to 2023. So favorite book you read or podcast you're listening to? So we always try to give people something to go pick up. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of of WTF uh, by Mark Maron, um, and there was an episode this year uh, with Taika Waititi. Um, who uh, has actually directed directed a couple of the the Thor movies? The, for, the Thor for movies, Marvel. yeah. He plays um, the Rock dude. Yeah, and he's he's, he's yeah. really really funny uh, director and actor who's done a bunch of movies. Uh, some are a little bit more obscure, but awesome. they just had this incredible conversation that spans all sorts of things, uh, and I just felt like it was pretty mind opening for me to to, to track that conversation. And I already be really into these two guys, but um, that made me even more into into. And the podcast is WTF. Yeah, uh, well, oh, the, the, the I got to sign up good. right now because 
that's like my favorite phrase. We so, could have been our real estate. WTF could have been ours. Yeah, way uh, shorter than real estate insiders. Shit, uh, Mark Merrim might come after you for that, but uh, wow. it's a really good podcast. That's awesome. All right, number three. If you could have lunch with one person, current or historical, who would it be, and why? Yeah, I got, I got to go Barack Obama on this one. Um, so uh, I was just a huge fan of his uh, when he was running for president at, yeah. you know, as our country's first black president. Um, I, I, he has a very aspirational story. I don't think he got accomplished you know, nearly what he wanted to get accomplished, um, but he's kind of having a, a second run of things with, with Biden in office right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, you know, just pretty monumental figure, uh, in, in, in our country's history and yeah. over the past 20 years. So definitely. Also awesome. one of the most articulate people. Yeah. A brilliant order. Yeah. Incredible brilliant communicator. Order. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, you know, it's one of the things that I, I, I really like, I like to do myself. You know, I like to communicate, you know, via, you know, shows like this, via writing and he just, he's, he's one of the best. Yeah. I mean, you and people could argue about policy, but man, that guy that he was just an incredible ability to speak and just, you know, he was just, he was very articulate. So that's a good one, by the way. No one's mm-hmm. actually said him that, uh-uh. this far too. So, nope. all right, let's dive in. So tell us about HW media. And if I have my facts straight and tell me if I'm off, you guys were founded in 2016. Is that right? Yep. You acquired so housing wire. The HW media as the, as the holding company um, that Clayton used Clayton Collins is, is our CEO. Yep. Yep. Um, used to to purchase Housing Wire. Uh, Housing Wire has been around since 2008. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So you purchased Housing Wire and you went on an acquisition spree. It looks like after that, so you've got Real Trends, Altos Research, and a few others. Am I correct with that? As yeah, well? we've also bought uh, Reverse Mortgage Daily, um, which is a you know a news site that covers the reverse mortgage ecosystem. So you guys have acquired all of these businesses. What's the goal? What is your, what are you trying to accomplish and differentiate in the space? Yeah. So, I mean, we're really trying to be the premier media and information services company that covers the housing industry okay. uh, in the United States and maybe eventually globally, but definitely first in the United States. Uh, and, and what that means is not just covering one of the verticals in the housing ecosystem. So not just focusing on real estate or mortgage uh, or title or appraisal and valuation or home building, um, but really cover the whole the whole ecosystem. Because if you look at the, the major players and the major companies in the space, they're not thinking about it like real estate versus mortgage. They're thinking about the whole transaction of, mm. of buying and selling a home. And so we really want to cover that uh, and there's a lot happening in each vertical, but there's a lot happening, maybe even more happening at the intersection of those different yeah. verticals. So the cross-pollination. Yeah. 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 We think it's, it's just really, really important. Um, and another key aspect, and this was a big reason for the Altos research acquisition, uh, we really want to bring our audience great data and insights. Um, and we think that, the, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that cover you know, real estate or mortgage or, or maybe try to cover the ecosystem like we do. Um, but nobody's really integrating uh, proprietary data, uh, strategic data in a meaningful way into that coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're, that's, that's a big part of our strategy. 
Mike also, was Mike, on our show. Yeah, yeah he's, he was, and he's a hell of a guy. You had Mike? He's smart. Yeah. yeah, we had Mike. He's, uh, oh, great. Great, 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 great. Yeah. Altos is one of my go-to sources. I'm, our, I'm not mm -hmm. an economist, but I'm a resident economics nerd. And so I have several sources that I go nerd. to to in yeah big time big emphasis on the nerd. Uh, several sources that I go to and Altos is definitely one of them. And then when I'm also confused, Mike's someone that I reach out to to get unconfused. So uh, Mike Simonson, great follow if you're listening and great content. He's got a free uh, weekly and monthly webinar that he pushes out that I recommend everyone listen to. He does amazing weekly video. Like you said, he has a monthly webinar that's terrific. He writes a couple times a week for us. And we're starting to have a little bit of an unfair advantage when it comes to uh, you know data and, and folks like Mike. Uh, so we yeah. have Mike Simonson. We have Logan Motoshami, who mm. is pretty incredible yeah. when it comes to housing market forecasting, mortgage rate forecasting. He writes for us several times a week. He speaks for us across the country. He's uh, another guy I follow. So you're, you're yeah. collecting all of Keith's favorites. We're, we're, we're collecting, uh, you know, we have, um, so Tracy Velt, who came to us as part of uh, the Real, Real Trends, Trends acquisition, she's has great. been covering real estate forever. Mm. And she's got, she's terrifically sourced. She knows data really well. She does research really well. Um, and then you look at, uh, we, we actually just hired our first data journalist, like true data journalist uh, in the past six months, a guy, Will Robinson. So, you know, danger, danger. You yes. Know, you, oh, that's you, such yeah. a good poll. I love it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not that Will Robinson, but it is a Will Robinson and he yeah. does a really nice job. He writes our, uh, our weekly newsletter called Data Digest, mm. where we are taking all this data that's out there across the housing ecosystem and really trying to distill it on a weekly basis with certain themes, right? Like, you know, what, what, what's happening with, with the housing market, what's happening with mortgage rates. Um, those are kind of the key things that we need to think about as, as housing professionals. It's like one of these four of the five infinity stones for real estate data. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with the Marvel nerdness. But uh, Listen, by the way, Diego, in case it. you can't see over Keith's right shoulder, yeah, it's, it's his very Marvel. very clear who my favorite is. Very clear who his favorite is with the yeah. hand up there in the green. Yeah. The, the Hulk, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't Hulk, barely see Hulk it. Smash. So yes. Hulk it's Hulk smash. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know what's interesting I was going to say is you guys are doing something different this year. Um, I think it's this year. I could be wrong. But you're you're blending the mortgage conference and the real estate conference into one. It's called The Gathering. Um, yep. And, you know, you're trying to bridge those two, which which I'm going to ask these questions because it's where I wanted to go based upon the background. But I find it it's interesting to me that you're you're not siloing people into industries you're saying look the consumer doesn't give a shit that you work for you're a realtor and you're a mortgage office you're a mortgage loan officer like you, you need to work hand in hand you're, you're almost trying to create a seamless experience through the conference which i think is a new approach so yeah like you said the consumer doesn't does not give a shit and actually well they give a shit because it's it's too complicated and annoying yeah and i meant right? like yeah, yeah, they don't so see like, it as separate. So, and, and my lens, like I, I have no background in housing before five years ago, um, except except for buying and selling, uh, you know, my own home. Um, yeah. And uh, that process was ridiculous, like ridiculously bad uh, in terms of a consumer experience. And it, there's just no need for that amount of paperwork. There's no need for how long it took. Um, there's no need to have all these different 
folks that, that I'm talking to as part of it. Uh, and by the way, like there's this title thing that happens at the end. I had no idea what that was <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I got to that, got to that room. Um, and so, uh. you know, there's this weird guy that shows up to do an appraisal. Like it, it, it like it is a really weird process for, for yeah. the consumer. Um, and so that's yeah. the lens that I came into housing with. And I, I think it's just really important um, that um, executives across these different verticals put their heads together on a regular basis and think about like, what does the consumer want out of this transaction? Um, and so, yeah, you're absolutely right. We're bringing our two executive events together. Uh, we had one called Housing Wire Annual that was focused on mortgage. Uh, we had another called The Gathering of Eagles, which was focused on real estate executives. Uh, so all coming together under the gathering, that'll be uh, in late April in Scottsdale, Arizona. But we're not just doing that in terms of bringing these uh, verticals together. Uh, so we we acquired Real Trends a couple years ago, and it operated as an independent and separate news site for real estate for a couple of years post our acquisition. But we very recently have integrated Real Trends News into the main housing wire site because that's where all of our audiences and that's where right. all of the real estate agents are, right? Like, yeah. Like yeah. we might be a legacy mortgage publication, but like real estate agents have been coming to us for years. Mm. Uh, well, by the way, there's your fifth infinity stone because Steve Murray's yeah. literally yeah. a gem. Like yeah. he is just he really an is. absolute wealth of I yeah. we had him on the we, pod he was as on well. The pod, and yeah. and yeah. he just drops knowledge bombs of you just you just shut up and let him talk like <laughs> yeah yeah let him go do his thing because yeah. he just he's seen the industry through a lens i mean and keith and i are pretty direct about it i don't i can't think of more than maybe a handful of people still in it today that has that has the historical perspective and the insights that mm -hmm. you know that he has seen from all of the valuations and acquisitions and mergers that he's been involved in it's yeah, yeah. and and to add a layer to that their advantage again yeah. right like these, yeah. these we we have collected a really good group of, of analysts and experts and steve is still a senior advisor for us and i hope he'll be a senior advisor for us forever He's because like, one of them. He's so sometimes, he, sometimes he like you know, Clayton. A couple months ago, Clayton and I just wanted to learn more about MLSs because talk mm -hmm. about weird, right? Oh like, God, <laughs> what beverage did you grab? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so we we just grabbed an hour of Steve's time and just asked him like you know probably questions. fifty questions over yeah. over that hour, and the guy just knows everything and everyone. Yeah, and what I love about his when he talks about it, and then I've got a question for you, but is he's so elegant in his answers, right? Like he he's the opposite of maybe a lot of what social media pushes to the forefront nowadays, which is some hot take, right? He's very thoughtful and elegant in his responses, which is something that I find lacking in the world and really respect about Steve's ability to see both sides of an argument and sort of present those to you. So mm -hmm. he's a great follow and, and great, someone really good to listen to when you get a chance. All right. So uh, I try to work in uh, combat sports however I can. And you have the name of a very famous combat sports athlete. Uh, so I was thinking cage match with Housing Wire, Inman, Rise Media. Like we just <laughs> all you guys get in a cage and like last one standing. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Are those your... Are those your competitors? Is that what you're building, it's, or is it something different? It sounds kind of fun, um, <laughs> but but um, yeah, no, I think they I, I think they are they are competitors for sure. Um, mm -hmm. But the way I think about them is 
they are um, they are very pretty focused on that real estate vertical. Um, and so, you know, that is definitely one of the verticals that, that we're focused on as well, but we're, we're broadening that lens, uh, to include like mortgage is really important to, to mm, the overall right. transaction, especially over the past year and a half or so with mortgage rates being so volatile. Um, uh, and then, you know, the, the title process, the, the appraisal and valuation process, uh, more and more the, the home building process, it's, it's important to cover all those things. And so, yeah, while they, they may be um, competitors now, I think we're going to end up going m- much more head to head with the broader business publications, mm-hmm. because housing has been so interesting for five years. You have yeah. the Wall Street <laughs> Journal, Bloomberg, uh, FT, and these other you know, broader business publications that are really building up their housing desks because yeah. it, it's just a fascinating space. And it's like 20% of the economy. So it's a really mm-hmm. important part of the overall economic picture. And there's nothing I was, to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to use this as an analogy. Tell me if this resonates. So it's really, and you actually just mentioned it. It's more like you're building the wall street journal of the real estate industry. Whereas Barron's a bit of an obscure publication, but that's more stock specific. So you're saying some of these other organizations are like a Barron's for real estate, deep dive into residential real estate. You're looking to go more broad and cover the quote unquote real estate market as a whole. Yeah. And we need to be able to, to dive deep when the, the story is important. You know, yeah. like the yeah, commission yeah, yeah. lawsuits, for example, really <laughs> no, important story. What are you talking about? I'm sure I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit more. Uh, um, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, we you know, we actually Clayton and I talk about uh, being the Bloomberg of housing all the time. That's kind of our, our mental vision. Um, and it. it's a really neat company that uh, has amazing um, an amazing data platform that they marry with the, the media and news coverage. That's Great so comp. important for those professionals. Well, let's cover some headlines. Because there aren't any. Uh, <laughs> what's your take on? What's your take? On, I mean, obviously, in the past week, um, there's the American Real Estate Association that's that's come out with um, Jason and Mauricio uh, saying they want to create something new from NAR. Uh, what's your take? What's your opinion on all of this so far? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I need to learn more about about that effort. Uh, I, I feel like I just I don't know very much about it, and I'm not sure uh, the industry knows very much about it yet. Um, it's it's a little bit of a of a new of a new concept, uh, and a little bit of a, like a flash. It feels like a little bit of a flash in the pan right now. Um, so we'll see if there's any longevity to it. I'm also not ready to to give up on NAR um, mm-hmm. because I. I just I think that there's there, there could be a really powerful organization there if they just get to the like advocating for the realtor um, and helping realtors figure out what's next and you know what it, what it means to be successful in in, in this changing industry um, you know with low inventory high prices like those are going to be baked in for a long time. And so you got to figure out how you're going to evolve and still win your your fair share of deals. Um, so um, I'm not ready to give up on NAR. I think, you know, I, I, I hope to see something interesting and positive happen with um, with whoever they name as their permanent uh, CEO. I don't know if Nakia Wright is going to eventually be that or if it's going to be someone else. But um, 
yeah, they just need a big, a big advocate for the realtor and somebody that's, that's going to be willing to fight a little bit. Because do you think that they should? Do you think they should stick with someone like Nakia? When I and I, I use her as an example of somebody from outside the industry to reshape the association, or do you think they should hire somebody within the industry? What's your take? I think it could be pretty interesting to uh, bring someone in, maybe from one of the state associations that's doing well. And that maybe is a little bit more forward-looking and and kind of fighting for their member. Uh, I don't know who that could be. Um, you know, there's some big uh, state realtor associations across the country, um, some of which are progressive and and, and some of which aren't. Um, but that could be interesting. Um, an outsider is interesting because um, you know may, maybe they'll they'll bring the lens of like you got to get you got to get to it. <laughs> this 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 industry is kind of leaving you behind a little bit with some of these battles that are taking place um so so maybe maybe an outsider could see that a little bit more clearly than an insider uh so i don't know it's it's really tough to say is there any chance you think of nar um going away because they're not staying relevant do you actually a lot of people are saying that do you do you think that's i think i think i mean I, i think if they don't um if they don't like shape up really quickly and um, figure out what's happening with these lawsuits and how they're going to settle, uh, because I think they probably have to settle, mm-hmm. um, and don't start figuring out how um, they're going to be an advocate for uh, the, the realtor um, and what the realtor needs to become to be competitive. Uh, yeah, I don't know why you would pay those 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 annual dues if if you're not getting your money's worth from it. And I feel like there are a lot of realtors right now who don't feel like they're getting their money's worth. Mm. You know, it's interesting. I posed this question on Facebook. I asked this because I was, I've seen the <laughs> NRS new. That's a great place to go for really. Well, I, I didn't feedback. actually, I didn't say anything. I just asked I know, a question. I read the which post. Was, I read the post. Do, do we think the consumer understands the difference between a realtor and a real estate agent or, and actually care? And, overwhelming feedback 98% was like nobody gives a shit like basically at the end of the day now that could be that NAR is trying to create an ad campaign to change that which is why I didn't make any comments on it but then I I almost asked this question like are we just fighting a lost battle like do we really need to focus on trying to explain what a realtor is then yeah, why? Like, who cares? Like, like, what does that even mean? And does it also seem weird that, like, we're saying we're talking about our code of ethics when we don't really get to use the word ethics right now, based upon all of the nonsense that we've done? As in, I mean, <laughs> I think that's a really, it's a really interesting point. And um, yeah, I mean, that the brand name of realtor versus 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 just being a real estate agent. I, I, I would think that there needs to be a trade organization for the profession, for the real estate agent profession. Yeah, um, you don't necessarily have to like go to the mat defending the word realtor or the brand name realtor. Well, um, look, it's, it's almost yeah. sorry to interrupt, but it's, it's the, the human being who's thinking about buying or selling a house, like Kleenex, yeah. I'll ask you for a Kleenex. And that really <laughs> means I want a tissue, but no one calls right. it Kleenex. Right? Yeah. right. So they run around like it's, they've almost it, really, it's that they've done too good a job. I, I, my interpretation of it is they see them as interchangeable. They don't understand that there's a difference in the same way that I don't understand that there's a difference between Kleenex and some other brand of tissue. I just have a runny nose. 
right? That's, yeah. that's how I interpret it. And when the human being is thinking about buying or selling their home, they aren't stuck in trying to figure out what label they will say real estate agent and realtor interchangeable, interchangeably. They just want the solution to their problem. Like who cares? They, it, they've done too good a job. Yeah. Maybe. Well, it, it should be interchangeable. I mean, and that's great. Yeah. That's fun. I mean, it, you want a real estate agent. Uh, you want somebody who's going to help you, who's going to advise you while you buy or sell your home. Yeah, maybe uh, that's my point is they don't care what you call it. You can call yourself whatever you want. Just help yeah. me with my problem. Right. Yeah. So that that's then I raised the question. So I'm sitting here going, why are we spending all this money trying to educate people on a realtor? Like, I'm just like, can we go down a different road with that cash and do something when, else with it? I think that's smart. I, I think it's more it's more about the, the profession uh, and the professionals in that profession need some help uh, and need some advocacy uh, if they're going to be successful. Um, and so, you know, maybe, maybe it's less about that label and just more about like the profession. When mm. to push back a little, just even though you're our esteemed guest and you have the name of a UFC fighter, so don't come at me, but uh, <laughs> it, look, if Alnar did, I've said this on the pod before. I know I've said it before. I'm sorry that I'm repeating myself for our regular listeners, but number one, it's 150 bucks a year. So like, relax everybody calm down it's 100 I, I, look I, 150 dollars matters uh, it does it's but sorry it's 156 dollars <laughs> a year number two the political action committee speaking of advocacy for nar has done a very good job now there's a bunch of things that nar hasn't done correctly but we have a pod we'll put it in the show notes where we really unpack all the things that nar has done to benefit the industry they just aren't great at pr like internal, they, they don't sell into their membership very well, the things that they have done to provide value. And I think if they did a better job of that, it would, it would help everyone's estimation of what NAR has done go up <clears throat> a lot. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with that at all. Actually. I, mean, I think some of their fair housing efforts have been really interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they, they seem to be willing to tackle some, some sense of issues, which is, which is good. It's good to do mm -hmm. that. But they have just really screwed up this uh, response to these commission lawsuits. Like, I, so, I, just, yeah. I, I just don't know how, how they could be doing any, any worse. <laughs> um, it, it, it would be hard to do to do worse. Uh, and so they just got to get back on track with that. What is better? What does better look like? Like, we know what worse looks like. That's what we've experienced. I think yeah. You know, what does better um, look like? I, we, we had um, so we had a debate uh, that we that we aired between. Uh, Michael Ketchmark, uh, who's the plaintiff's attorney, and Anthony, yes, in, I know. in the Sister Burnett case, and Anthony <laughs> Lamacchia, who's a, a broker in uh, in Massachusetts, where I guess mm -hmm. you know pr probably spread farther than that at this point. Sure. Um, and you know there were a lot of personal attacks and that I could have done without. Um, but I know, agree. What, what, what I what I noticed is that um, you know Ketchmark actually doesn't seem to know a lot about the actual home buying process. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, like when he refers to things like, oh, um, down payment assistance can, um, can, can solve the problem of first time home buyers and, and not being able to, to, to access uh, to, uh, homes. Um, well, we, we, we all know that like down payment assistance, it, they're great programs, but like, logistically to, to spread that in the way that would be needed to, to truly help all first time home buyers in this country is probably not going to happen. Right. So right. like, so like there's, there's a fundamental misunderstanding of, of, of the home buying process and what the buyer's agent does. 
And I just don't think NAR has done a good job of defending the buyer's agent, like uh, at, mm. a, at a very, like a consumer, through a consumer lens, mm. right? Making it simple. Like the, these are the folks that help put first time home buyers into homes mm. um, and they're valuable. Um, and yeah, there's some ways that we should change the transaction and change the way the compensation works. But at the end of the day, like buyer's agents shouldn't go away and they should be arguing simply like that, as opposed to, I, I don't know what they did in, in the courtroom. Well, they didn't have, so in, in fairness to, to NAR, their, their head of their chief marketing officer wasn't there for a year and a half. They just replaced, uh, they finally filled that role with, uh, Suzanne, who's now been there for like basically a month, month and a half. So they had nobody in charge of marketing or PR and the, the team that was there was running around. What's interesting to me, Diego, is I feel like they keep using the same playbook. It, it just, it, it's, it's almost like there's this silo of let's ask our board who have no concept of what the consumer actually wants to be clear. And I'm saying that directly, like you have a bunch of people who live in this box of like association world and they push all their ideas against the people in the box versus outside the box. You've got like 90% of the industry saying, I don't like any of this. Then you got the 10% who's in charge saying, this is how we should do it. And it's the same playbook for like a hundred years. And I'm just, I want to like shake somebody and go, just throw all your people out and just go get a new group of people that are like talking to consumers and ask them questions because you do a, you do a Facebook post and 130 people are, are saying one thing and you can find the two people that are board members at NER as the dissenters in the comments and you're going you, you did you read the 130 comments above like it just is it's just crazy because it's such a fundamental organization that's so far off track i like cannot figure out how to slap somebody bringing yeah. combat in thanks you know it's yeah i mean uh, simplification would would probably help of of, mm. of leadership structure but yeah, like just getting down to the fundamental values of um, a consumer either buying or selling a home and the way that a real estate agent or realtor can be so incredibly helpful in that process. Like you, you're, you're helping people achieve the American dream and that should be the focus all the time. Yeah. Um, and seller agents can be extremely valuable and, and, and help you get more money from, from your sale. Um, and buyer's agents, uh, can be extremely helpful as well and help you negotiate the best price and deal with all these things that like, as a first time home buyer, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Um, and so that advisory right. capacity is, yeah. is, is really fundamental. And I just, I don't know why they don't just completely lean in on um, that, that trusted advisor role uh, on both but, sides of the transaction, because it's so important. But don't you, I mean, they've done it nationally, right? They've done, Consume, they've done television ads that talk about they it talks about the things that you're alluding to and then they slide in the whole you know realtor part right but they have tried to communicate to the masses the need for a real estate professional don't you think or I guess, am I, I, guess. I mean I, I don't know like um you know like Realtor.com um, is is uh, you know is is could be a great opportunity to um, to, yeah. to to spread that message, but they 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 sold the rights to that. Um, they did, uh, and they shouldn't have. And I think we all agree with that. But they don't have a time machine. They can't un. They can't no, go I, back I, in time. I, yeah. Well, Realtor.com ads are actually more relevant than even NARs are. 
That's the funny part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, they are. I'm not trying to rag on them, but like Realtor.com's TV ads are better. And they're not and, even. And you, and you look at some of the stuff that homes.com is is starting to do and that, and that Zillow has been doing. Um, and, and they have that consumer message down much more than, than, than NAR does. I guess and, yeah. maybe it's just the guy who used to go on listing presentations in me, but like I, where I think they've really missed is not so much the, it's this, it's a really intimate transaction, right? You, you, you had a terrible experience with your real estate professional when you did your purchase and that, that mattered to you, right? That you still, I could feel it when you talked about it. And I almost wanted to apologize on behalf of the industry. Right. And, uh, I, I think where NAR has really failed is actually in the internal marketing plan to their constituency, to the people that are part of it, because they, if, if you're a member of NAR, you don't really feel or understand the value that they're providing to you. And candidly, the intimacy of the of the transactional relationship lies at the local level with the human being that you interact with. Um, so like these huge, the reason that the portals have the massive ad spend is because they want the eyeballs because that's how they make money, right? Mm. And I, I think NAR should up their internal marketing plan and of course, you can always optimize and be better at their external. But I don't think on a scale of one to ten, it's not a zero, right? They've 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 taken their shot. Where I think they're a zero on is their internal marketing plan. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Um, mm. I, I do think that um, you know uh, there are probably just too many real estate agents, um, mm. uh, you know, ch chasing chasing too few deals. And so, you know, maybe one thing that that NAR could do is is think about even more professionalization uh, and you know maybe 156 dollars a year is is too little right? amen um and and so yeah. um you know what i would love to see um is them help facilitate a little bit of a flight to quality over the next couple of years yeah and you know these are these are the these are the real trusted advisors in your community who can uh, really make a difference when you buy or sell a home um yeah so It'd be interesting, Maybe James. Right. For your next, the internal thing could be could be could be more important. Yeah, James. For your next Facebook post, see how many of you would be okay if fees went to eleven hundred and fifty six dollars. No, everyone's going to lose their mind. See because what that comment section. Stop. Like you know, everybody's like on the. The thing is, is so I, I so I did a I did a presentation last week in Los Angeles, and um, I asked the room how many of you. Um, are happy with NAR, raise your hands. Of course, nobody raised their hand. I'm like, how many of you in the room would like to see a, a different uh, association start? And everybody raised their hand. It was like, how many of you actually know what NAR does for you? Raise your hand. It's like, nobody raised their hand. Mm -hmm. I said, well, let me just explain two things to you and why I think a new trade association is a bad idea. And then you can tell me if you still want to go down this path. I was like, number one is there's only one organization that represents you that has the possibility of getting your compensation financed into a loan. And that's the National Association of Realtors. It's not going to be the American Real Estate Association. They have no influence. I said, number two is, do you all enjoy your 1099 status? They're all like, yeah. It's like, okay, that's literally something NER fights every year to make sure that you still have. <laughs> and if you didn't, 80% of you in the room, you wouldn't be here. You'd be unemployed because brokers in the room here aren't going to put all of you on W-2 and pay you a minimum wage. Like, there's your freaking message for like, that's it. Just stick with that for like the next 24 months. And people go, oh shit, maybe I should be paying attention. You know, um, let me, let me shift this just for time. Cause we're going to go on a soapbox forever. <laughs> I really want to get into this 
this part because you guys are really doing a great job of this. So you're covering mortgage and fintech. And I love the tie-in between residential and, and all of this. So what, what significant changes do you see coming? Let me ask this differently. What do you see coming from fintech and mortgage that might come into real estate and disrupt it? That makes sense. Like, yeah, absolutely. Everyone's uh, looking in the in the space, but we're not looking over here. So, yeah, I mean, just uh, an e an easier transaction, um, and whether that is you know di digitally enabled, um, you know, less paperwork. Um, you know, uh, if I want to uh, notarize remotely as opposed to having to track someone down, um, you know, I can do that. Um, you know, I think all aspects of the of the transaction have have room to improve um, and get uh, smoother, uh, more digital. Um, and so there's just a lot, a lot of tech because mortgage is mortgage is so complicated and so highly regulated. There's just a lot of tech that's been um, uh, brought to bear that 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 helps smooth out the transaction. Um, and I mm -hmm. think that when you link up what's happening in real estate. Uh, with what's happening in, in mortgage and then and then title uh, and then oh by the way appraisal like if if you can have a smoother transaction that is a little bit more end to end and seamless I don't know if it'll ever be fully seamless because I I I do like the idea of having a real estate advisor and a mortgage advisor uh, mm -hmm. I think sure. they, they bring they, they can bring complementary skills and they can be a really dynamic duo for the consumer. They just need to collaborate better, and it needs to be a better handoff, um, so that it doesn't it doesn't feel like such a handoff. It feels it feels you, more. Do you think it'll really happen? Like I've been here, I've been in the real estate industry almost twenty five years, yeah. Yeah, forever. Whoa, take it easy. Mm. Uh, it, it, I mean, people have been talking. I about know. This yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm yeah. just yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you are old though. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, <laughs> I've been hearing about this since my first year in the business twenty five years ago. Right, that everyone's trying to get this. Uh, workroom. That's how it started. Like we'll have this sure. special room where everybody signs up and then no one actually wants to be in one more room. Right. Uh, so <laughs> like, how is this, is this really going to happen this time? Uh, you know, I think that there are, there, there have been companies over the past uh, five to 10 years that are already are making it happen. If you look at, if you look at an open door or an offer mm -hmm. pad, um, the whole, the whole, the, the whole point of those businesses is to, is to create that seamless transaction. <laughs> You have some of the home builders that are doing some pretty interesting things in, um, in you know, they're, they're, the, they're, they're, they're the real estate representation, they're the mortgage company as well, and they have a, a title, JV, um, and so they're starting to pull together a, a more seamless transaction for, for the new home buyer. Uh, so yeah, I think, it, I, think it'll, I think it will kind of perpetually get more seamless. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, I, 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 don't, I don't even know if we want... Um, you know, truly seamless. one cup, one company, yeah. um, or, you know, one advisor dominating that entire transaction. I, I just think there's so much, um, nuance, uh, to, to real estate versus mortgage in particular that I, I like, I like seeing two separate advisors for those. I just mm -hmm. like them to be very coordinated and they can be pretty uncoordinated right now. Yeah. Is you, you, it's funny you mentioned that. So it was better, which is worse, but better. Uh, was trying to talk about the, com the company better. The company, yeah. yeah sorry, yeah. I was. Yeah. Yeah. Joke was they're lot, they're not they're not they're not better news. at laying people <laughs> off. Um, so <laughs> they uh, they were trying to get. Sorry, 
Nobody's going to get that unless you look up the news headlines. Oh, um, Google better layoffs. Yeah. So uh, bad. Um, wow. You'll catch the joke. Maybe, they, uh, maybe the worst layoff um, uh, sto- story. Uh, certainly ever, the that, most that publicized seen. worst layoff. Ever. Oh, my goodness. Certainly. Oh. Sheer incompetence. Uh, they were trying to get into the real estate space, hiring mm-hmm. agents and sort of disrupting that. I know Rocket was. Rocket Homes. Yep. Rocket yeah. Homes, right? Yep. So. But what in in Better's case they were I can't even say that anymore. In their case they were they were trying really hard. And I'm pretty sure they got rid of that entire department. Um, they did. Almost. I, you know I I, I um. But didn't Rocket I, too? It's just Rocket no, still there's, has Rocket Homes, yeah. um, but, but it's, it's not a referral a, source. It's, it's referral not. Source. It's, not big, it's not a big deal. And yeah. um, I I actually think if if anyone is going to be successful at um, integrating that whole transaction. Um, it might be one of the big brokerages that has, you know, a, a, a well-integrated JV with the mortgage company, a well-integrated JV with a title company. Sure. But you can create a pretty seamless experience, even as like a, a small to mid-sized bro- brokerage um, with, with those JVs. They just, a lot of times they aren't that well-integrated. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and like your realtors don't, your, or your real estate agents don't even use your, your, your yeah. JVs. Um so that's that's a little bit of a problem. Right. So Zillow's, Zillow's trying to figure that out. Yeah. If, if anybody's going to figure out that integration, I think it might be a big a big brokerage. But again, I'm not even sure that like that's the best thing for the consumer at the end of the day. I, I think mm. that having these two trusted advisors who like may not always agree, and that's actually a good thing, right? Like, yeah. You, you but know, isn't that a real estate agent might be trying to show you too much home, and that mortgage advisor is going to mm. bring you back to earth and say, hey, look, like. This is what you can afford. Sure, um, and I think that's that, a, good, a good a good playoff there. But isn't that kind of what we have to? Uh, no, okay. So when it goes the way it should go, not your experience, right? But isn't that they just kind of need what to we be have better? Today? They just need to be better integrated and mm. and really really tight communication and more seamless with the actual transaction flow, mm. um, more seamless and digital. But like, yeah, I love having those two trusted advisors. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So I'll, I'll ask one more, and then Keith will wrap us up on the final question here we, we would be remiss since we're also talking to a news source about the portal wars <laughs> oh and yeah. i speaking heard, of cage matches yeah, yeah. i have heard speaking many of- many many rumors uh that uh homes.com is gonna go ballistically crazy uh at super bowl yep. and with tv ads and like i mean they are straight just throwing money at the industry left and right. Like it's a, like it's the federal reserve printing cash. So, um, uh, it's what, Keith. Can I give him my email address in case yeah. I want to send some? No. All right. What's your take on this? I mean, yeah. this is, this is, I think this is a bigger story because I, think it's I mean, yeah. Yeah. And apparently at, last night at the, at the Grammys, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the ad, but they gave a little, a little preview of something. Oh, oh I didn't see it. Oh, I'm go check on, it out. On the 11th. So yeah, I mean they are, and their presence at the last NAR meeting—they bought the whole floor, <laughs> which was enormous. Um, you know, we're 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 talking with them about a bunch of stuff um, that's that's pretty interesting, um, and they have a model that might work a little better if um, you know if we're going to unbundle uh, buyer's oh, agent yeah. compensation um, mm. from from the from the seller um, because they just work with the seller. Um, and so, um, you know, their, their model just might make more sense for the world that we might be going into, who knows? Um, but they are certainly throwing a ton of cash. And when you talk about cage matches, 
Andy Florence is a really feisty guy. Um, yeah. and he's not afraid to throw punches. Uh, and so like I, I, if I were Zillow or, or real, a realtor, uh, dot com, uh, I, I would, I would be paying a lot of attention to what is happening right now in terms of their willingness to spend, um, their approach, their go to market. Um, like they are, they are, they want to be number one. Um, and I think with their model, they could be, um, um, so yeah, it, it, that's one to pay attention to for sure. Gotcha. I feel they're like not- if the producers could cut to like a Rocky training scene, right? When he's like <laughs> Dolph, like he's about to fight Dolph Lundgren. He's doing, he's doing sit-ups in the barn in Russia and then just put like their logo on it. I think that would be great. Yeah. You know, that guy, that. that guy scares me. Like he is one of those people that, <laughs> uh, not from the cage match part, but like, you know, he's intense, he's he's intense. intense and like, I would never want to be on the wrong side of him because yeah. he's one of those people that just i've only i've never met him um but that he you will just he's know gonna be at the gathering and i know you'll oh, be at the I, gathering as well. I'm, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure we'll cross paths shortly but that that was he's just one of those people that he will just throw cash at something because he can and he wants to like yeah. doesn't give a shit like i you know what i you mess with me like i'm just gonna whatever it's gonna take to win i will win he seems like that guy yeah so. his his turbo setting is always on turbo yeah, uh, yeah. for for sure like he's he's yeah. ready to rock uh and i think it's good like hey great um yeah, I, mm. the, the, um, uh, yeah the net effect is- for the industry well time will tell but the net effect for the industry and for the human beings who buy and sell houses i think could be a very good thing mm-hmm. yeah Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And they bought All some right, good yeah. technology in um in HomeSnap a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so you know they've got some assets and the team. They've got some good assets there too, the team wise as well. So yeah. it's got smart people for sure. All right. All right. Last question. Yep. We always end on this. Uh, so if you were an agent or a brokerage, what's the one thing you'd implement in your business today to drive it forward for 2024? Oh my goodness! It's pro- it would probably have to do with. Um, uh, and, and James does this a lot, I know. Um, but like really understanding the value of the buyer's agent and and making sure that you are presenting that in every conversation that you have with a potential a potential buyer uh, who who's gonna who's gonna bring you on uh, that we we've got to get that pitch down at. It's got to be really good. Um, and again, this the flight to quality thing. Uh, the brokerages that implement that well are going to be the ones who who win over the next uh, you know twelve to twenty four months, and I think that's a really good thing. So yeah, yeah no, like really understanding the value of the buyer's agent and making sure that um, we're presenting that in every in every uh, conversation that we have with consumers. I love it. Yeah. That's awesome, Diego. Thank you, my friend, for being this here. Is, this uh, has been great. What what yeah. a pleasure. Really fun. Super fun to have you on and talk about, you know, your, your businesses. I love what you guys are doing. I think it's really interesting how you're kind of bringing it all together. It's, it's going to educate the industry better. It's going to make agents smarter, more professional. You know, we're, we're big raving fans over here. So yeah, keep um, gathering those infinity stones. Get it <laughs> gathering at the gathering and the, <laughs> uh, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. Yep. Not, not a funny um, joke. We so, really, really appreciate it guys. Of course, my friend, we'll look forward to having you back soon. So Thanks. Good to spend some time. Take care. It's our job to say out loud what everybody's only thinking to themselves. It's your job to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode.